Hey, Alpha Females, happy Friday. Thank you so much for tuning back in. I hope everybody is having a happy holiday season and you are excited for 2024. It's coming up so quickly. So for this week, I wanted to discuss songs and its place in being part of a Greek organization. So... Being part of a Greek organization from the perspective of a sorority woman, um, songs are definitely integral to the experience. When you are going through formal recruitment in the fall, you are sung to by the various houses that you visit, and these songs are usually right before you get let in to meet the women of the house. So when you are going through formal recruitment, there is an expectation that you will have at least one or two songs at each house you visit. At least that's how it was at my college. And You are sung to before you even enter the house to meet the women. And then you are led in to the house and you talk to a number of women. After the conversations are over, you are led back outside of the house and they sing a goodbye song to you. Second day of recruitment, same kind of thing. Third day, I believe that there is no welcome song the third day. I could be wrong. It could differ from campus to campus. But when I went through, I don't recall there being a welcome song for preference night because preference night, when you are part of the party, once you are already inside, you're talking to a member, that's when they will go through either one or a couple of songs that are part of their songbook. And these songs, as I recall, are either modern songs that are currently on the radio or they are, you know, major hits from pretty much any era. I don't think any songs that were made prior to the 80s, perhaps, uh, are being covered by Greek organizations just because people wouldn't know them. Sororities get really creative with how they rework songs and they make it modern and they make it fun and they make it relevant to their sorority. And other songs that they pick are original. Um, there are several songbooks uh, that I'm aware of that are a part of my sorority, um, and the songbooks are always getting updated. There are typically some songs that span multiple generations because that sorority has decided this is an evergreen song. This is something that women all should know. And so the sorority will usually teach the members those particular songs because they are so well known by other members of that organization. And just to kind of give some kind of unifying song that everybody knows. 
However, those are few and far between. It's usually more of the modern approach to songs. Now, I have messaged my family members and, okay, here's what my sister says. She is part of a different Greek organization than myself. This is my blood-related sister. <laughs> um, so my question to them, I, I texted the family group chat, hey, was it ever explained to you why Greek organizations sing a lot? And I have Googled several times why Greeks love to sing. <laughs> and I can't find an answer. <laughs> um, so I decided to take to the family group chat. And my sister so far has responded. Um, now, mind you, I am recording this episode the day before it is supposed to air. So we are doing this under the wire, but you know what? That is just the nature of the week between Christmas and, and New Year's. Nobody knows what day it is, and so do I. I am I did not realize it was that close. So here we are. Okay, so back to the question. Was it ever explained to you why Greek orgs sing a lot? So my sister just responded, I always understood it to be because they were found during a time when community-based singing was more common and the odd thing is how eradicated it's become from American life nowadays. Attending church was a given for almost every American citizen at the time, and when expressing devotion, discipline to a higher calling, and service to self and others, a part of both Greek life and church, that service to self and others aspect, um, singing was incorporated. So it probably wasn't a calculated unanimous vote among Greek orgs to be like, let's all sing a lot, but rather a reflection of the prevalence of communal singing in the greater American society at the time. Beyond that, singing is a very practical way to make meaningful identity-forming poetry catchy and easier for people to remember and pass down, and Greek orgs have a lot of that. This is my sister, ladies and gentlemen. She's a real smart cookie. So you know what? I love this answer and I think it works. I think it makes sense. Um, I am definitely on board with that explanation. Also, I heard back from my mom in the group chat and she wanted to add that uh, universities also have um, some songs that you take part in, such as the alma maters and fight songs. So singing is not just Greek related. It's definitely a collegiate uh, experience that everybody kind of takes part in. Um, so it was never really explained to me, I don't think, um, why Greek organizations all sing. But it's my understanding that several Greek organizations use a song, um, at least one, in their rituals. And um, I confirmed this with my sister, who is part of a different Greek organization. She confirmed that they do use songs in their ritual ceremonies. And my sorority uses at least one song for the rituals. 
Um, so it's definitely a unifying act to all sing in together. And I do have a bit of a, an anecdote <laughs> to share um, with regards to singing and how singing in recruitment um, can really bring sisters together. Um, so as you all know, I am a double legacy technically, um, cause ants don't count for some reason. So, um, as a double legacy slash triple, I don't know. Um, I was definitely exposed to the songs of my moms and my aunts and my grandma's sorority. Um, because I definitely wanted to be part of that organization. I knew pretty early on, even before I went through recruitment, that I wanted to be part of that Greek organization. So my mom had shown me a tape that my aunt had made um, of songs that they that the sisters in her chapter all sang together. And she recorded it for posterity um, just to have on record um, so that, you know, things don't get lost to time. So I am so grateful to still have those recordings. Um, it is definitely a little snippet of the 80s, um, and I will cherish it forever. But so before I went through formal recruitment, I decided to listen to that tape. And yes, it was a cassette tape. Um, I decided to listen to that cassette tape so many times because I felt like I needed to study up and I needed to know the songs. I wanted to be a part of the group and fit in seamlessly. So I memorized a lot of the songs. So cut to formal recruitment. I'm going through it as a potential new member and I believe it was preference night. And on preference night is when a lot of Greek organizations showcase at least one or two songs that their members sing to the potential new members. And other chapter members may join in, but usually they're just listening along with the potential new members. So I remember there was this one song that they started singing and I knew the song. So I started singing along. Because I was so excited and I wanted to showcase, hey, I am in this. I am so excited to be part of your group. And I remember kind of getting choked up a little bit because I was so, it was so surreal. It was such a surreal moment. And I remember the sister who sponsored me that night essentially just means she was like, my party buddy, um, she heard me singing and was like, whoa, okay, you already know this. <laughs> and I, as I, you know, finished singing along with the other sisters, um, there was a time after that where everybody kind of started to uh, chat to each other. And I remember she looked over at me and goes, how do you know this song? And so I explained it to her and she's like, oh my gosh, that's so special. And so I remember 
(laughs) reaching up to give her a hug because she was taller than me. And we were standing um, close to a wall where there was a floating glass shelf. And I reached up and I was kind of just so caught up in the moment. I wasn't really paying attention to what I was doing. So I accidentally knocked a shelf off the wall. (laughs) And it made a big noise and everybody looked and I was like mortified. But uh, yeah, nothing broke. Luckily, somehow the glass did not break. I don't know how it didn't break. But um, yeah, Yeah, after that, uh, I was, I mean, that will forever be burned in my brain (laughs) for better or for worse. Um, But yeah, just that moment of hearing a song I had already heard so many times and I knew the words, it just felt like it was all coming together for for the right reasons and I was just so caught up in that moment um, that I was accidentally destructive. So <laughs> you know what? That is just the power of song. Let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> um, mainly ladies probably. So <laughs> um, anyways, yeah. So that is my little anecdote about songs. Along with singing during recruitment is serenades. So serenades are typically sung between fraternities and sororities. Um, When we would get serenaded, it would happen during Monday night meetings. So every week, the sorority has a meeting um, going over general business, uh, providing updates, going over voting that kind of stuff. And before our business meetings would start, we would have a set period of time where we would welcome um, correspondents from different Greek organizations to give their announcements. Sometimes those announcements would be accompanied with a serenade. Now, Serenades are essentially reworked songs that were super popular, uh, but they would change the words slightly. Um, and it would be sung in an acapella kind of way. Sometimes somebody would have a guitar or a ukulele, uh, to accompany the singing, but a lot of the times it was just sung acapella. Um, and usually it would be just a couple of either fraternity brothers or sorority sisters. I don't recall ever actually getting sung to by another sorority. It was typically only ever fraternities that sang to us, but it would be for, you know, either announcing that they were going to have a philanthropy event and we were invited. Other times it would be to say, hey, we're so excited to have our social next Friday. Here's a song to, you know, get excited about the party, you know, that kind of stuff. So it would typically accompany um, a announce an announcement of some kind or just to show appreciation for that house. Um, what happens, Just it just kind of naturally happens, um, is certain fraternities and certain sororities will tend to be closer than other sororities, just like friends, you know? Like you're not going to be 
best friends with every single person in your sorority. Like that's impossible. Um, just because there's the sheer amount of people typically, um, unless you go to a smaller house, um, you know, maybe that's 20 people for you. Um, but even then, you know, it's hard to be friends, best friends with 20 people. (laughs) Like, I don't know about you, but that's really hard for me. Um, so, you know, it, it would just be, so typically it would be um, serenades from houses that you were really close to, but sometimes it would be um, serenades from houses that you didn't really know a lot of the people. And it was just another way for them to say, hey, we're from this house. Um, We'd love to meet you guys at this party. Uh, Hope to see you there kind of thing. So um, sometimes the songs would be kind of like a bridge to uh, extend a warm welcome to, Hey, come by our events. You know, we'd love to have you that kind of thing. So, um, it would sometimes be to like bridge the gap between, uh, certain groups and, you know, we'd go to the house and meet the people and, uh, maybe a new connection would be forged. So that's always fun. Another, activity where songs are incorporated is in an annual activity um, called Greek Sing. And at my campus, it was called Greek Sing. It may be called something slightly different on another campus. But essentially, it's a week-long competition um, where fraternities and sororities compete against each other. And they take part in week-long activities and competitions. And it will end on the last night with a performance of some sort. Um, It could be a dance, uh, including singing, or a performance of some kind. Um, And basically, there is um, just a big group of people that all participate. And uh, at the end of all these competitions, there's a Greek Week winner. Um, On my campus, we had way more fraternities than sororities. So it was like one sorority to every two to three fraternities. Um, And they would get paired up and just participate in one team. So I can't say this for every single campus, but on my campus, we had a philanthropic uh, element to it. We benefited one philanthropy that we picked pretty much every single year Um, but yeah, so it was, you know, the competition and showcasing people's talents, um, but also, you know, giving back to a good cause. And songs are used in a sorority setting in different ways. There are senior send-off songs. There are songs for if a woman gets engaged, um, or if a woman gets quote-unquote pinned. Now, I covered this in the episode where I interviewed my mom, But again, I never saw that ceremony when I was going through it. Uh, We didn't have that, really. Um, And I don't know if it's just a sign of the times from the 80s and it was just a different... I mean, think about it. The kids from the 80s that were going through recruitment were raised by parents that were brought up in like the 50s and 40s and stuff. So like very traditional, very old school Um, so I think things have changed a lot and, uh, it's not really as prevalent. Now, again, this is coming from a sorority woman who went through recruitment in California. 
I can definitely see the old style, you know, oh, you're getting engaged or, oh, you're getting pinned um, kind of celebrations happening more in the South. Um, Definitely more traditional over there. Um, But speaking as somebody who went to school in like Long Beach, California, we didn't really have that. So, I mean, again, I'm not saying it's across the board this way. I'm just saying I didn't see it. So again, if you saw it, I would love to hear about it. So go ahead, shoot an email to alphafemalepod at gmail.com. I would love to hear your story if you had experienced this. Um, And also just share your stories about special songs you love about your sorority or if you have any questions about you know, any singing going on in a Greek organization if you're a potential new member or if you're thinking about going Greek. So I also, before I end this episode, I do want to address the door stacks. And some people really get freaked out about it. And what's so funny to me is like, it's just, it's not a weird thing when you're in it, but maybe to the outsiders, you're like, what is that? For those of you that don't know what a door stack is, it's essentially a way of arranging sisters in the doorway of a house and um it's a way of organizing them to visually look like they are like on top of each other singing out towards you know the front entryway um welcoming sisters into the house and i think I don't know when door stacking became really popular. My sorority only did it once because it was kind of hard to um, organize. And also it requires um, coordination (laughs) to all, you know, kind of move into the same spot you're supposed to every single time. So it was a little confusing to coordinate. So yeah, door stacking can be complicated to organize um but I know a lot of sororities in the south do it um again sororities in the south are just on another level (laughs) it's a whole thing um multiple generations of women go through sorority life uh it is not the same as what it is out in the west uh I'll just leave it at that it's just a different animal but um yeah it's much more prevalent i feel like in the south and the more established greek organizations you know that have been there probably since around the time that the campus came about um if it's in the late 1800s or the early 1900s i mean my school wasn't founded until the 40s so you know it's not like there's this established long um, sense of tradition uh, over how things need to be done a certain way. Um, so really, we did learn, we did take a lot of tips from the more established organizations in the South, um, but we didn't always adopt everything. <laughs> um, so, so door stacking is really for the impact of it. Um, It's a visual thing. It makes it seem more powerful than just a line of girls singing. Um, 
if it's all coming from one direction, it's going to be even more powerful, I feel like. So um, that's probably why they do it. They do it for the dramatic effect. Um, my sorority, we were stationed at different parts of the house. So my my house was actually a duplex at one point. But um, when my sorority bought the house, uh, it was converted into, you know, a singular um dwelling for the women that lived there. So um, there were several different lookout points. Like there was a balcony above the garage. There was the main entryway. And then there was like a little uh, courtyard. So in the courtyard was where most of the women would sing. And then there were these steps that come down to the street to where the sidewalk is. And uh, that's where the potential new members would be, like right on the sidewalk and on the grass. So, um, you know, it didn't really matter like where you were placed, um, but typically the women who were in the front and center were the best singers (laughs) because that's what you wanted to hear (laughs) was good singing. Um, (laughs) So uh, the women that were maybe not so confident in their singing, they would pref they would they would typically prefer to be in the back (laughs) and you know what that's totally fine singing is not for everybody um you just sometimes you just got to get through it and move on if you're not a great singer maybe you're an amazing recruiter so you know what everybody has their own skill set i think that's it for me for this week thank you so much for tuning in Um, As always, please rate five stars wherever you listen to this podcast and send me an email, alphafemalepod at gmail.com if you have any questions about going Greek, um, about anything Greek related. Feel free to send your questions in. Um, I hope everybody has an amazing weekend. Happy New Year. May 2024 brings so much happiness and prosperity to you. I really hope you have an amazing upcoming year. And thank you so much for spending your time with Alpha Female Pod. I love seeing all the locations of where this pod is being listened to. Um, It's so humbling to think about my words reaching people across the world. Um, and you know, I wouldn't be doing this if it weren't benefiting listeners like you. So God, I sound like PBS, but thank you. (laughs) I appreciate you being here. Thank you for listening and I'll see you next year. Alpha females take care.